Hi everyone, welcome to today's Altcoin Bible. Apologies for my voice, might be a bit hard to understand. It's a little bit under the weather, but the brain is still ticking over. I've got three big cryptos today uh, to talk about, and that is Adam, which is my danger zone today. Link's actually looking really nice for a run a bit higher, and Cakes, a uh, decentralized exchange token that we haven't really talked about on the Altcoin Bible before. I looked at the chart today, I think it looks really good, I think it's one to watch. Uh, it could obviously go uh, the other way on me, but I think. I think it's setting up really nice for a move higher. Uh, potentially more volumes are coming into uh, Pancake, people wanting to use the token. I'm just speculating there, that might be something. Same with BNB. When we see BNB begin to surge, it means either the Binance Smart Chain is being used, uh, or people are using retails coming in, or new traders are coming into Binance, and they're using the Binance token to get cheaper fees on their trading. Now, before I get into these cryptos, just want to give you a bit of a broad overview. Uh, we have been talking with some of our clients as well that we are expecting a bit of a circuit breaker uh, in traditional markets. It feels like we're on the edge of something big. We're seeing an enormous bond sell-off. We're seeing uh, a surging US dollar. There's all um, topics that we're talking about in this month's newsletter, of course, uh, but just giving you that, that broad narrative that it does feel like um, something's going to happen, uh, whether tomorrow, next week, next month, feels like we're approaching that moment. And so the point is that markets are a little bit hesitant. So risk markets like crypto stocks, uh, you, you name it, they are a little bit hesitant on edge. There's not a lot of capital just flooding in and wanting to run this market higher. We're all just holding back and waiting to see how uh, the traditional stuff really starts to pan out when you look at uh, Europe. And again, I'm saying about the bonds because you know, we saw an incredible sell-off and then we saw uh, essentially the uh, British pound get broken in a sense by the surging US dollar. So uh, this uh, always ends up with some casualties and some bodies floating to the water. We just don't know how bad it is. Um, it, again, it, it could be a massive thing or it could be just something, a bit of a bump in the road and then it gets pushed down the track. Just wanted to highlight that. Again, probably getting too much in the weeds. You're here to um, have me look at some crypto. So let's get into that. Okay, so let's start off with, no, let's go to Link. I wanna to go to, um, I've got it here as my one to watch, but I'm pretty sure that's my cherry ripe. Uh, so here at Link, I really like the setup here of what's going on here. It's grinding sideways, almost like in an accumulation band. So very obvious to me that it's range bound. You can see here the bottom here, this volume profile. So this just indicates uh, that a certain amount or a large amount of volume has been traded along this area here, along this horizontal. The most, however, has been traded along this bar when you see this red line here. So price is now above that. That's a really strong sign. means that this area here has provided a significant amount of support. Price has dipped into this liquidity. Uh, a lot of new buyers stepped in and it's given it fuel to go higher. I really like that. Uh, it's punched above uh, this previous area where we've had two mini tops, if you will. So we've got this uh, peak here and then another um, two candlesticks here before it went down again. But this is really significant, these two here. It's now uh, gotten above that area. I'd really want it to confirm above this area before it goes higher. But uh, this looks to me like it's running towards the 200 daily moving average here at this uh, horizontal support at $9.30. I really like that. As well, I like the fact that it's breaking out here on higher volume. You can see here the volume has been gaining, then it dropped off a bit as it had that crush. But overall, the, the volume has been really pushing higher as it's been moving uh, through this area. So uh, really, really like what Chainlink is doing. I've just got here higher lows and higher highs. So you see here this low there, this low over here is higher than the last. So that's a positive sign. And higher highs, just as we discussed before, you've got this high over here. And this 
uh, movement here of link is trying to create a new higher high. Uh, once it does do that, then I think we've got a pretty clear signal that's moving higher. What we wanted to do is surpass these two previous points here. One and two, this is why this is a key horizontal. Uh, once it breaks through that, that is confident with the 200 daily, it's not going to be easy to break through. But if it does, then we know, okay, well, link's in a, a positive frame of mind here and it wants to go higher. Uh, just a quick note on the RSI, I like what I see here as well. Uh, we've got a previous knock here on the, the lower end of the RSI and it's just continuously gotten higher. Those higher lows are moving there. That's nice. And this um, strength again, like I said with the volume, this bullish momentum here is quite strong. It's moving higher than this previous two peaks. Uh, the RSI a little bit speculative on how I'm looking at it here, but that's just what my eye is telling me. You can chart this a little bit better, uh, but just generally that's that's a positive sign. So a lot of little confluent indicators are telling me that this is uh, looking quite good for link. And if there's anything else I can glean there as I zoom out. Yeah, so maybe just to highlight my point on why this horizontal was just so big. Uh, if you have a look back over here in uh, December 20, you can see this move up. It came back down to really hit this point on the nose. It obviously went a bit down, but rallied above it, came back down, tested, climbed above again, came back down, wicked down, tested it. So this is a really strong point of uh, support that's now turned resistance for us. So you really can't be bullish on the link. Uh, until it gets above that. This here to me looks like a, a reasonably nice short-term play of about 13% to that to that point up there to $9.40 from where we are at $8.24. So when we're in a bear market, these shorter-term trades are probably what you're wanting to look at or these shorter-term opportunities are something you really want to keep front of center in front of mind. All right, let's move over to Cake. Uh, we mentioned it very quickly. I'll just turn off the guppy there. Uh, the guppy is actually a really interesting indicator. I could just maybe show it to you quickly. Uh, it shows you uh, essentially um, a whole group of longer term and short term exponential moving averages together. And over a longer period of time, uh, it gives you clear pictures on uptrends and downtrends. When it's blue and green, it means it's on top of those uh, shorter term moving averages, which generally means it's in a, a bouncing uptrend, uh, which is fairly good for short term trading and, and investing. Uh, but uh, And also when it's above those green longer term moving averages, better for longer term investing, um, as we just touched on uh, here as well. Once it cracks beneath uh, a lot of those really nice moving averages, then it's in a clear downtrend and it's beneath it. So these are the longer term moving averages. They're now red and that's what it needs to recapture. And what I really like about CAC, because I turned on the guppy and had a look, is it has actually flipped them into the green. So it's back on top of its shorter term moving averages and longer term moving averages uh, just here. It's not on top of the 200 yet. Uh, but that, that's important for me to know that this it's trying to change its trend. It's trying to move higher. And just without the guppy, just a moment, eye, it looked really nice uh, in terms of what the structure is doing. So we just have a quick look here on, on what just it looks just at a basic level. This to me looks like a super, super clear steep uptrend. Got these higher lows just ripping higher. You've got higher highs. So you've got uh, these highs here, higher, 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 dipped obviously down here. But this is really trying to get higher than the last running into this key horizontal as resistance now. Uh, but this looks really, really nice, uh, to be honest. And if Cake, if it can, uh, it see, it's gotten above this horizontal, above this previous wick. But if Cake can uh, come back down here, it's now retesting the support. If it can hold above this white line here, then it's, it's going to run to this um, blue line here. And then it is in a very clear breakout move. Uh, it's on top of some really nice volume on the right-hand side as well. Uh, so not much bad to say about cake here. Definitely one to watch. 
I am a little bit cautious though, because I've seen so many cryptos of late set up like this, where it's just climbing, climbing higher with these beautiful high lows and high highs. And then all of a sudden it just reverses and comes back down here and then wipes out some Fibonacci retracement levels on the downside. The RSI, uh, potentially something of concern of note. You can see over here that uh, we had this peak here on the price action and down here we had a peak. Now we're actually higher on the price but now over here, the, the RSIs are actually potentially just a little bit lower, which is actually a bearish diversion. So uh, buying power, buying momentum is not keeping up and it's trailing off. That would give us almost a heads up uh, that this is a higher probability than, than otherwise. We really want the RSI to move higher than the previous price action over here, or the, at least the previous peak. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Um, oh, geez, I'm drawing everywhere now. Now, what have I got here in terms of um, price action? So, yeah, this is why I have uh, the $4.66, well, $4.06 here uh, in terms of a buy price. It's because of what we just talked about. I want to see that retest of this line. This is a reasonable spot to buy on top of that line, um, the, the horizontal. And then you'd obviously have your own risk tolerance set, stop losses and, and whatnot if it, you know, pierces, let's say, the, the 200 moving average or is that the... Sorry, that's the 21. Let's say if it pierces that, maybe this volume profile, you have a stop loss and you get out of the position. Again, I'm not telling you to you know, short-term trade anything, but that's how I would potentially look at a setup. You, you want some tight stop losses in bear markets especially. So just keep that in mind. But this area could be very interesting to me just because of the strength it's shown. And if it wants to continue, which it looks like it wants to, then this area on this line here, 462, you want to see that confirmation. The market has agreed that this, this area is fair value and it wants to go higher then we can start to look at, you know, shorter term uh, sells, $5 and then $5.41. Um, now, yeah, that was a particularly strong level over here back in um, uh, February and March. So that's why that horizontal is there as well. Keep that in mind. And I think that also that's the 200 exponential moving average as well. So moving average, exponential moving averages are slightly different. Exponential moving averages uh, take into account the volatility a bit more in cryptos and they, they are quite useful if you've got a crypto that maybe doesn't have a, a long history. Um, I use moving averages on, uh, say, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a few others that have a longer history because I like a, a flatter, less volatile moving average. I just think it gives me better results. Uh, but exponentials are fine as well. I think it's very much a much muchness. All right, let's pivot on over to Adam, excuse me, um, because it is my danger zone today. And it has been a incredible performance. So since, uh, let's say, the June low, uh, it's had a... Like, 207% run. This is in a bear market. 207% shows you the power of crypto. If you can pick these uh, these moves, uh, you know, identify the trend. If there's a fundamental catalyst for whatever reason, I think Adam had a uh, a big conference that it led into. That's just my uh, from my memory. It may not be because of that, but often it, it probably is. Uh, especially in bear markets, people are looking for a narrative, and, and sometimes traders are looking for. Um, for that to, to move the price higher. Uh, but if we're just looking at here, right, a few things that sort of bring out to me here, and I'll just get rid of this on the RSI so we can see. Uh, this reinforces sort of what I've been saying about how I've seen many cryptos that have this really nice steep uptrend of higher lows, higher highs, and then just break down. Eventually, all cryptos, when they're in these sort of modes, will break down. In bull markets, generally, you'll see uh, maybe a shallower pullback and then a move high. In bear markets, you might see a deeper pullback, which we can have a look here. Uh, but this is pretty clear to me that this is closed beneath um, this uh, higher low trend line, and now it's looking to come down. But that's that's not maybe the reason that's really telling me that it's you know it's over. Uh, it's this here. It's this peak here. So we've got um, 
this first peak and the second peak. What are we seeing on the RSI for this first peak? There's a nice RSI peak above the 70, 71 line. And then this next peak here is much, much lower than this next peak here. And you can see here, this is a clear, clear downtrend here. And so that means that the bullish momentum is trailing off. If you're seeing an uptrend that's going to continue, you likely see that the RSI is just pulling back slightly and then there will be another peak. But this is very clear. Uh, it's trailing off hard. Um, and I can see here that um, Adam really wants to come back down to these areas. And in these sort of situations, when uh, crypto has been in an uptrend, a very useful tool to use is uh, the Fibonacci retracement. I'll just overlay that there. These are mathematical levels the markets tend to gravitate towards. I mean, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Traders, investors look at them as uh, pullback points and uptrends. Also, for um, if you're looking at weekly, monthly, they can also be hyper useful in seeing where uh, markets will actually bounce in a longer term thesis. So just keep that in mind. Uh, actually, just before we get into the Fibonacci retracement, just see this blue line here, which is the 200 daily moving average. You just see here, punched into it again, punched above it, almost like a bear, uh, a bull trap, sorry, where people thought it got above it, we've got a FOMO and higher, and it didn't rip, rip higher, it actually pulled back. So this is a very key signpost, as well as the bearish divergence here, you run into a, a super key moving average and just could not beat through it, and it's been beaten down and now it's falling over. So where does Adam go from here? Well, you've got a few options. It's coming back down, uh, first of all, to the 0.386, so it's a 38% retracement from the high, from the low. Um, so you can see here, it's pulling back to this line here. I suspect this is not gonna hold. Um, just how this looks, it's been running for too long. You see the divergence coming down. It could bounce there, absolutely. But uh, it, to be honest, I think these levels are gonna be a little bit more secure in terms of support because of these volume profiles on the right-hand side. There isn't much volume up here at $13. I think the volume here is more down at $10 uh, or around that $11 mark. Uh, the 0.5, so 50% retracement, 11.45% is a really nice um, area. And then you could start to get a little bit more uh, deep if you think this is going harder. So 0 0.618, 0 0.786, uh, you'd be surprised how often uh, price actually eventually gets back to the 0.618 uh, and then for the ultra patient when it gets back to the 0.786. So just keep that in mind. That's why it's my danger zone for this week. And it's had a lot of press for how strong it's been. It all kind of lines up quite nicely. The technicals now look incredibly bearish for, for Adam. So um, that's what I want to get across. Hope you've enjoyed this altcoin Bible, everyone. Again, apologies for my voice. Hope you found it informative. We'll catch up for next week's session. Bye.